Access granted. Always granted to you. How are you doing? I'm glad you made it to We Live on a Planet. Happens to be Monday, November 16th, 2020 right now when I'm recording this. Episode 444, give or take my math. Not too bad out. It's kind of chilly. It's, I mean, we're cruising in November. We're already in the middle of it. It's 43 degrees Fahrenheit right here on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. Feels like 34. Highs are going to be about 43. But the winds, they are whipping out of the west, southwest, 30 miles per hour. Yep. I was told my last episode, I was kind of mellow. I can be mellow, but I can be, you know, hey, both. <laughs> I record early. It's early for me. But, uh, yeah. I know I always say this. I say the same things always. Just probably because I've had so many episodes, but I think we have a good one. I have a good episode coming up. We'll have fun. We'll just talk, have a good time, enjoy ourselves, share some thoughts and ideas, all that groovy stuff. I tried to start with a upbeat start to get me going. <laughs> Hopefully it's getting you going too. Let's do this. We'll be right back. That was us peeling out. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Let's dive into our quote. Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. I don't know the author to that. I got that from, um, my wife wrote that down in our kitchen. We have just a small little chalkboard that we write quotes on. And, um, it was her idea to put it up and she got different colored chalk and everything and we'll change it up weekly and this was hers and I thought I said to her I was like man what am I going to use for a quote for my podcast success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out and I thought that was fitting for for myself right here with we we live on a planet you know it's day in day out well not more more my sobriety on my podcast, actually. If I really think of that quote, I think more about my sobriety because it's, well, big efforts repeated day in and day out to stay sober instead of small efforts. So I guess the podcast could be considered that if we look at it in the small efforts because it's not always easy coming out here. It seems like it should be easy to come out and just talk. But I have difficulties with just simple tasks as it is in my daily living. And just this morning, I had a lot of just of like, oh, I, I don't know if I can push this button. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. And then I read that quote 
to myself and I'm like, I got to do this because once I do come out and talk, I said it before and I've been saying it recently, I feel better. And um, my therapist, my wife, um, some other people have told me, you know, those days that you feel like you shouldn't push that button or you can't push it, those are the days that you should push it. So your audience out there can hear too, you know, because you guys, 400 and some odd episodes, I'm, I put on this, even though I'm open and honest and vulnerable, I still put on this mask or this persona, this personality, and I have to speak in a certain way and be upbeat and mind my P's and Q's and not offend anybody and yada, yada. And so all these things come into my brain. And so I get, I don't know, nervous or whatever. And, and then I'm like, no, wait a minute. This is not saving the world. This is just a podcast. This is a good form of therapy. This is something that I can do to just day in and day out, small efforts repeated, and then maybe some success. I mean, we live on a planet as a baby. It's only three years old. It just started walking. You know, it just learned how to walk not that long ago. I mean, it, it's running now because at two, you're walking, but it's still a little clumsy. Still can't tie its shoes by itself, you know. All those things. So we live on a planet still just a baby. And I have to remind myself that too, you know, and we want instant gratification sometimes. There's times where I'm like, I don't understand why we live on a planet hasn't like blown up. And that's just like the ego talking. That's that ego part because it, it has blown up. It's been heard all over. I interviewed some people that are really doing great things. I've done so much. I've talked to so many listeners from all over the world and had Collins and this and that. And so it's all a matter of perspective. And I have to rem remind myself that and be very thankful. I am thankful anyways, for we live on a planet. I'm thankful that I have this outlet. And that I have you guys supporting me with it, you know? Ah, oh, man. Oh, before we go into the next segment, I just want to let you know, I love my neighborhood, by the way. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. Okay, so like I said, I love my neighborhood. Um, but I was talking about it quite a bit the other day, these past couple episodes, and it just hit me. I was like, hey, I wonder if any of my neighbors are listening. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize for that. Um, but I started trying to swallow, and it made, I made myself laugh at the same time. Because all of a sudden, I, I don't know, I make up. My mind is always working overtime. I should have been writing skits. or I See, I can't do that stuff. Like my... My uncle, Alex, who I interviewed, who wrote a movie 
you know, Camp Colebrook, and I had him on the show, and I have all these ideas though all the time, and I, I feel these little scenarios, and I make up little things in my head, and if you remember not that long ago, I said, I think that a couple houses down from me is a grow house. It's sick of weed. Yeah, sick of weed, which I, I don't have any problem with, with weed, you know, I, <laughs> big deal. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I was like, this is a grow house. And uh, I explained the whole reason why I thought it was. And um, the other day, um, uh, all of a sudden, they put an American flag out front. And I was like, oh, look at that prop. <laughs> I was like, just another prop to make it look all nicey to nice and uh, keep everybody just not looking at it. And so my mind is working like, have you ever seen The Burbs with Tom Hanks and all the crazy neighbors and they think something's going on in that house and then ends up something really is going on? So my mind is doing all these things and I'm like, and then I'm like, ah, oh, well, they painted it. You know, they whitewashed it, I guess, is what it is. They did r the roof, you know. They put it, put the roof on, like I was saying. And then that flag went up, and then I was like, hmm. And I was still skeptical. And then the other day, <laughs> the other day, uh, Cable showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe they just don't want to be bored when they're clipping and trimming and doing all that stuff. Because I'm still, I, and I don't know, until I see all the black plastic that are is on every single window of the house, upstairs and downstairs, I'm still might be convinced that it's a uh, a grow house. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Really, because it's none of my business, and uh, like I said, I'm always trying to stay curious and not judgmental, and that's just my curiosity, and so maybe it's not, I don't know, it's just my active imagination is always working so fast, man, I just, and that's why a lot of times, just like my daily whatever, is bad because since I make up these scenarios, I do that, excuse me, I do that with myself as well. It's either really bad or okay, but usually it's really bad. And I'll, I'll make up, I think a lot of people do though, like if you're gonna be going someplace, you have plans and expectations and thoughts of the way it's gonna work out and you're kind of planning out your your evening or your afternoon or whatever it is that you're going to and if it doesn't turn out just the way you wanted it seems like it's terrible and that well that's what happens to me and for some reason I'll project way too much and I'll expect maybe somebody to act a certain way, especially when I'm out in public. I'm very, 
I, for some reason, I always think that everybody's look, looking at me, which is a terrible feeling. But um, I have these social rules that I think that everybody should be following, and when they don't follow them, it really, like, screws my world up. <laughs> it, it puts me all in a, a top, and I'm spinning. But um, I don't know. So, yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a grow house. But I do. And, and you know what else? Um, no fear thy neighbor has happened. If you, if you follow the show, too, I just tell, talk to you about how we, about the parking situation. All is calm. Nobody is. Because, like I said, too, my scenario in my brain was it always takes just one little thing, just one little catalyst, maybe, to set everybody off. And uh, everything's good. So that's groovy. Stick around. We got we got more to talk about. I'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you for coming back. So yeah, uh, the Buffalo Bills. What a heartbreaking loss last night. Gosh, that bummed me out. They fell to Arizona, the Cardinals, thirty to thirty-two. And the Bills, oh, man, they were doing, right at the end, there was like 32 seconds left, and they took the lead. And I was shouting at the TV, and I'm like, yes, the Bills are going to be 8-2. and two. The Bills are going to be 8-2, and two, and I'm so excited. And I'm screaming and yelling at the TV, and 32 seconds is a long time in the NFL. It doesn't seem like it, but a lot can happen. And uh, I don't know the quarterback's name for the Arizona Cardinals, but um, he was on fire, and he threw a bomb with only two seconds left. And there was three defenders, Buffalo Bill defenders in the end zone, and one Arizona Cardinal, and they all jumped up for this Hail Mary pass. And... uh, Arizona came down with the ball with three Bills receivers right there with two seconds left to win the game. Oh, man, I was bummed out. (laughs) But I'm still really proud of the Buffalo Bills. They're doing really good. It's the first time they've been, well, they were 7-2 and before the game started, but first time since 1993, which I was already talked to you about. Um. I'm real happy and fortunate, too, because my father, um, who his birthday was just not that long ago. I told you guys about that. So happy birthday, Pops. He turned 78. And my youngest daughter, Abby, they were uh, both possibly um, a while back, just like uh, beginning of last week, exposed to uh, somebody that might have had COVID. But they got tested, and they both came back negative. And so that I was really excited for and felt where's our yes thank you because <laughs> I was so nervous for both of them you know it's just something COVID is no joke still it's something we're still dealing with it's weird you know I it really the um actual like shutting down and all that type of stuff started on my birthday March 16th here in New York is when everything started kind of changing and it's 
it's so strange. You know, I've said this so many times. I've said it on the podcast, but I say it to my daughters. And change is the only constant in life. And it's the only thing that we can always know. And so know this will change. It will. It will. It changed well, you know, almost eight months ago or however months ago, and it's been an absolute pear-shaped crap show. And it's been like nothing we've ever experienced in our lifetime. And it's trying and it's depressing and it's and with the holidays coming up, you're torn of what to do and it's just, uh, but it will pass, it, you know, I mean, or change is what I should say. Something will change. Not today, not tomorrow, but we just have to remember that. Oh, um, I'm excited. Universe, the app that I used for WLOAP.com, which is my website. I've been using them for um, since February 2018, and they've been around for just about that time. I got on right on the ground floor with them, and they started uh, episode actually 330. I interviewed Joseph Cohen, who's the CEO of that, and um, they just, uh, so, so, ugh, I couldn't say it secured uh, 10 million dollars from Google so they're up to 17 million dollars so far that they've had funding for for their app and it's hard to believe I had him on my show episode 330 you can check it out and they were only for iOS for your you had to have a you know an Apple iOS and they were not on desktop until just the other day and now they are on web OS you have to download Big Sur which is the new update for web OS then you go to the app store look for universe and you can make your website today for free you can make a website for free um, if you want to have it where there's no branding um, of their name you can pay a fee that's what I do that's why it's WLOAP.com. Otherwise, it would be on universe WLOAP.com because they will put their branding on. So, But it's still free to go up there and make your own website and start it out and see if you like it. And if you do, then you can pay to have that branding taken away and you're up and running. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm super excited. If you followed the show, um, I hope you do. I hope you're a regular follower. If you're just tuning in, um, and if it's your first episode ever today, thank you. We just kind of talk and share thoughts and ideas. and um, Sometimes I go over to the fact site. Usually, that's what I do. And also the History Channel and find out what happened in this day history and all that. And lately, um, 
some of the episodes I just been out talking and ended up n- not going to those websites and stuff. But uh, I wanted to tell you how excited I was because this Wednesday, um, my wife and I have our appointment for our couples float at Aqua Spa Float Center and Wellness Boutique right here in Oswego, New York. It's actually 120 East 1st Street, Oswego, New York. If you're in the city of Oswego, you can check them out um, online to aquaspafloatcenter.com. And the benefits of floating, I can't wait. I, the reviews I've been seeing of what people who have floated, what the benefits they get out of it, I'm really hoping it's going to help me with my anxiety and my depression and just other things and to just float weightless for 90 minutes in a you could either have it totally dark, you could have like a blue light blue light on, or tr- uh, star lights on the ceiling you can have on. You can have music or no music. They also have a salt room where it's misting in salt. Um, and the walls are all made out of salt. They have a um, cryo tank that you stand in so you get all cold they have uh, wet saunas and a infrared sauna and I don't know if a wet sauna but infrared saunas and oxygen bar it's gonna be so groovy I've I've only once been to a spa and once in my life had a massage and um, I couldn't spit out massage <laughs> and um, I'm ticklish. I'm a ticklish kind of guy, and everything tickles me. So having a massage was okay. I just couldn't let go. It, you know, I had to. It was hard for me to just relax and let go because I kind of wanted to giggle a lot because I just felt like I was. I don't know. I get tickled easy, and I can't stand being tickled. It's one of those things that I hate more than anything. It really. Ugh, makes me angry. But yeah, so Aqua Spa, Float Center, and Wellness Boutique. And uh, man, I can't wait. I really, and I I have, which I've told you before, a friend of mine is a back house manager there. So he knows, he's all the nuts and bolts and the workings, the ins and outs of all the machines. And so it would be neat to see him. And then um, the owner, which I've told you before, made my wife's engagement ring. So it would be nice to run into him. I, we haven't seen him in forever. So that will be groovy. I'm really looking forward to doing that. And um, it was fun. All right, stick around. If you would, I would appreciate it. And we'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you for coming back. We are over at the facts site, and I want to try to get a wrinkle on our brain. And um, this is how Pepsi became the sixth largest military in the world. You heard that right. This article is by Jack DeGraff. Um, How Pepsi, right. You know, the Coca-Cola contender slash pretender Pepsi. 
they became the sixth largest military in the world just for a little while. Anyway, they got to be asking yourself, how on earth could a soft drink company material enough military might to wage war on any second or third world country and when? Well, the crazy chain of events, like many of those which have occurred in recent history, was the product of the Cold War. In 1959, U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower was pretty dang pleased with how things were floating along with the states. Thus, he decided to give a slice of the American dream to the communist counterparts and show them how awesome capitalism really was. So Eisenhower's administration set up an American national exhibition in Moscow and sat none other than then Vice President Richard Nixon over there to attend the opening and wax lyrics about the American way of life. Whilst Nixon was there showing off electric potato peelers and other wonders of the Western capitalism and consumerism, he got into a discussion with then-Soviet Prime Minister Nikita Khrushchev. The discussion turned into a debate which got heated and blew up into a full-blown argument. Nixon and Khrushchev were both trying to convince each other that their way of life was the best. It was straight-up capitalism versus communism, argument between two of the biggest players of each side. Nixon's head was bobbling out in that anger chicken way that it does. He was poking Khrushchev with his bony finger, and Khrushchev was wound tighter than a nursery rhymes bobbin. <laughs> and then, just as it seems like they were about to rip off the tops and settle the Cold War Mortal Kombat style, the <laughs> finish him! <laughs> the VP of Pepsi, who was at the exhibition, stepped in to try and calm down the Soviet premier. He said something along the lines of, Yo, Khrushchev, baby, chill and have a guzzle of this then held out a cup of Pepsi. Khrushchev made much to the surprise to everyone accepted the cup and drank it. And to the even bigger surprise of everyone, he absolutely loved it. Guess there was logic to Kendall Jenner's Pepsi advertising after all. Fast forward a couple years, and Khrushchev was craving him that delicious, busy feel good so he decided to take Pepsi off the Soviet cultural blacklist and import it into the masses into USSR now the tricky part of this deal was the actual transition to buy the stuff the Soviet ruble wasn't a currency that was acceptable worldwide and as such he had to strike a different type of deal with the fizzy drinks magnet to do this Khrushchev turned to one of the resources most abundant in Russia, and used this as barter proxy for currency. And what was that abundant Russian resource? Vodka. The USSR struck a deal with Pepsi where they would trade vodka in lieu of currency, and that continued all the way up until the 1980s. After the USSR's initial agreement with Pepsi had expired, Pepsi was no longer in the market for upselling premier Russian vodka. And seeing as the Soviet ruble still wasn't a currency acceptable worldwide, they needed to strike a new deal. 
So the USSR decided to trade Pepsi something else they had lying around in abundance. War machines. A whole frickin' fleet of war machines worth three billion US dollars. The new agreement saw Pepsi coming into possession of a whole naval fleet consisting of no less than 17 attack submarines, a destroyer, a frigate, and a gigantic cruiser. Once the deal was done, the paper signed and the keys exchanged, Pepsi were now the sixth largest military power in the world. So what did they do with all that power? Did they go full East Indian Company and command all commerce on the waves as you'd hope they did? Nope. They just sold it all off at base value to a Swedish scrap metal company. <laughs> how disappointing. <laughs> And that right there is how Pepsi went from fizzy drink company to the sixth largest military in the world. And all the way back to fizzy drink company again. Wow. Interesting things that you can learn from the fact site. And uh, thank you, Jack Graf, for that interesting bit of knowledge that we just got from you. So we got a... Um, Got a little wrinkle on our brain. <laughs> um, stick around. We'll be right back. I think that wraps up the show. Thank you for your time. The most precious gift you could ever give me is your time. I appreciate that. Uh, my last episode, I misspoke. I mentioned... Isaac's Space is the name of the podcast that I've been talking about, not Isaac's Place. I misspoke. It's Isaac's Space with an S. Check, check out the podcast. It's a good one. Support one another the best you can. Remember, success is the sum of all small efforts repeated day in and day out. And as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today the best you can. Thanks again. I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace, my friends.